Hello, my little ladies and boys. And gentlemen, and of course, uh, to all the animals, cats, dogs, monkeys, and ferrets. Of course, you would podcast. call out the animals because you are puss in boots. If our birds are at all feeling aggrieved that I left them out, I sincerely apologize. Do you reckon anyone's downloading? maybe send me a tweet. <laughs> you reckon people are downloading this podcast for the first time. They've got no idea who Ellie and Bex are. And they See, think that we're a couple of, I don't even, I don't even know what nationality well, we were just there. This is what we call a lose-lose situation <laughs> yeah. because if they are into the bad puss in boots, uh, it's going to stop for the rest of it as I return to my regular voice and, you know, we do our show. <laughs> Whereas if they're into the regular show, they've probably not sat through 45 seconds of Pussy Boots. I feel like a few different nationalities just, like, crept their way into those I sentences. I am a multicultural feline. <laughs> You've lived all over. You cannot pigeonhole me. <laughs> I'm also, what do they call, uh, binary, non-binary. Oh, well, there you yes, go. Yes, me and Sam Smith, we just hang out together. There you go. We talk about... <laughs> Boys and girls. <laughs> hey, we do speak about stop it now. You're creeping me out. Uh, we do speak about I accents like, a lot. I like to wear today. active wear because it plays into my gender neutrality. Are you done? Active wear. <laughs> today on the podcast, we do speak about accents. In fact, the accents that turn you on, I can guarantee what Bex was doing was not one of them. Uh, I also speak to Kat Davidson, the comedian. She's my comedy coach, helping me in the lead up to my first stand-up comedy I am performance. Sporty. You're who? Sporty with my latte. Oh my goodness. All right, I'm getting out of here. Up next, some good laughers. That'll make sense in a few minutes. So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio. So you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance, but here goes. Ellie and Bex. That's Ellie. My name's Ellie, and I'm going to be your comedian for this evening. <laughs> Not this evening. That's a good joke. Yeah, I know, but like next right Wednesday. Now. Right now, okay. Sorry for the next four minutes. So, uh, look, the deal in about twenty seconds is busted Ellie online with a um, fan club page listed her as a comedian. Said, well, if you're going to uh, talk the talk, you've got to walk the walk, and the walking happens next Wednesday night at Circa. Drinks on arrival, one of the most fantastic places to be on the Sunshine Coast. Kat Davidson, who is a superstar, you can Google her. Uh, she's not just uh, helping you out with your set, uh, the comedy professor, but she's also going to be performing live. I've put my hand up to uh, dust off the microphone, come out of retirement and MC the night. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. What would we have done I without know. my crap jokes? We would have been screwed. But you have really left this one to the last minute, and I'm a little worried for you. So I reckon an old trick I used to pick was invite as many mates as possible, right? Mm -hmm. And seeing as you don't really have many mates, True. we'll go to the audience. So people <laughs> who will laugh at your jokes. <laughs> That's all I need. If you're a sympathetic laugher, then I want you on my team. I want mm. you there on the night. Uh, Bree is in Maroochydore. Hello, Bree. Hi, how are you going? Well, thank you. Thank you for firstly calling this radio station. Shows positivity it and does. we like that. It does. Shows there's someone out there with a little bit of faith in me. Got your back. Got your back. Thanks, girl. Or do you, Bree? Because it's very <laughs> hard to laugh at someone who's not funny. <laughs> I'll try my best. Thank you. See, she just laughed at you, Beth, now, so uh, pr that's proof. <laughs> Ellie, uh, try not to laugh at yourself so much. That would be another tip for on stage. No. Uh, why don't you fire one of your, your gags, your pre-prepared gags at Brie, and let's just see what the reaction is. All right. That's what you got. All right, Brie. All right. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, thank you for coming yeah. here tonight. Uh, good I to like her spunk. Here. Yeah. Yeah, wait, mine or hers? Brie's. Okay, yeah, Brie. You're, you're spunky, Brie. Um, all right, so Brie, 
Like in America yeah. at the moment, there's, you know, a bit of turmoil going on and whatnot, and the Secret Service have been issued new instructions. They are not allowed to yell, get down anymore when the president's about to be attacked, like if they're on his service. Instead, okay, yeah. they have to yell, Donald Duck! No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the weakest laugh I've that ever was, heard. That was a giggle. But I've got to be honest, it was a rubbish joke. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, Brie, are you married? No. I was going to say, uh, in a few years' time, then you'll get to know what uh, such a big build-up with little result feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold there, Brie. We'll go to Lynn in Glasshouse Mountains. Hello, Lynn. Good. Good. Lynn's already laughing. You can hear there's a smile in Lynn's right, voice Lena, already. A, a cruddy joke is about to come your way, and we'll just gauge your reaction on how good an audience member you'll be next Wednesday night, okay? Sweet. <laughs> 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 I like that. All right, Lynn. Uh, uh, at the moment, I'm really into books. I'm reading a lot of books. Uh, there's one in particular that I'm reading. Uh, it's all about anti gravity. And I've discovered oh, no. that it is just impossible to put down. <laughs> Fair dinkum. Look, okay, I'm not Lynn, gonna lie. Lynn, Those were internet jokes, guys. I don't think you have to lie about that one. It wasn't. It wasn't the Ellie Cheney originals. I promise. Lynn, are you prepared to uh, come down and bring a friend from the mountains next Wednesday uh, night? Yeah, more. Yep. Yep. For I, sure. I can't split them, mate. I feel like Lynn's now second guessing it. She's like, oh, Lynn's like, am I? I, I could be, that? but you know, I'm only allowed one night off a month, and I don't <laughs> want to waste it on that crap. I tell you what, uh, Lynn, if you're prepared to come down, we will absolutely accommodate you. You've got a double pass. Woo! Yes, that's the spirit. If you could yes. woo like that on the night, that'd be really great. Okay. I can do anything with a drink under me. <laughs> Lynn, you're a woman of Just my heart. Set women back twenty years with that comment, <laughs> Lynn, but that's okay. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Oh, hey, it's not often <laughs> that I bring content like this to the table. Yeah, when you said you wanted to talk golf, I was like, what the? I know. Well, firstly, golf is boring, and I, yeah, you're right. I'd never. Even when you play it, it's boring, yes, I'll be honest. I'd never willingly bring golf content to the table, mm-hmm. nor would I often bring farting content to the table. Why do you because say that so weirdly? Because I'm above You're that. one of those I'm people a lady. that think, farts are funny, dude. No. <laughs> farts are funny, poo is funny, I'll go on record. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> anyone disagree with that? Are farts funny or not? No, no. I mean, you don't think look, farts look, okay. are funny? Uh, what I'm about to bring you, okay, we don't need sound effects, thank you very much. What I'm about to bring you is a little bit on the funnier side. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard you record this here and it <laughs> took you 20 minutes to do 10 seconds worth of work. So you think farts are funny? <laughs> well, scrolling through news.com, yeah. um, you know, looking at all the like, oh, Victoria's overcome by coronavirus and all the bad news in the world. Then I see this headline. Golfer delivers one of sport's greatest farts. And I was like, well, I can't well, scroll past that. Well, you've got to click on yeah, that, you've surely. Got, that is clickbait that if is, I've ever yes, seen it. That's a prawn, isn't it? <laughs> I know. And the article was about a man named Ian Poulter, who I yep. think is a Scottish Very golfer. Very famous, actually, golfer. I've oh, been around really? for a while. Yes. Oh, there you go. Ian well, Poulter. He was having a swing uh, on one of the PGA tournaments, mm. I think. Yes, and um, Thank you. I nailed that. And um, recently they've decided to mic up all the golf players. So yes. he has a mic on him at all times, which is why when he decided to let run one rip, we all heard it. wasn't it. just down the fairway. <laughs> Have a listen. Ah. Oh, come on. Come on. Can you do it again? Surely we can hear it again. Yeah. All right. Here we go. 
Wow. And then everyone else is like, did you did you get that? And they were like, wow. yeah, yeah, it wasn't me, mate. It wasn't me. <laughs> it's so loud. How it's would, so long. How, how embarrassing for Ian Poulter. I know. No, he's owned it. He's come out on Twitter and been like, yep, it was me. Sorry about I that. I don't feel bad for him. What about the bloke teeing off next to him who ended up yes, three, three holes exactly. to the left? You would hope it uh, wasn't a windy day on the fairway. Well, I mean, it was a windy day on the fairway. Oh, God. Let's face it. Really? Mm-hmm. Just press a button. Okay. Please. All right. Ellie and Bex. Um, Bex, you know that I'm a bit of a sucker for a hot voice. I know that you're a sucker for a hot meal, so a hot voice <laughs> is actually. I am actually. I want hot chips so bad. too far away. But if you, if you plot your history of boyfriends, um, they're all essentially from the same continent. <laughs> In fact, from the same country. Yeah, look, I didn't pick my previous boyfriends based on their voice. Ellie, Not that in that South Africa, any... I would like to say that you would <laughs> like every man inside this room. My last two long-term boyfriends were South African, we're from yes. South Africa. Yes. yes. One of them didn't have a South African accent, though, no. no, unless he said certain words. In like, which, did, did you liquidate at that point in time? Like, your knees just wobbled? No, that's what I, no. Because yeah. my pre, the first one, I was yeah. like, cool, that's hot. South African's accent's hot. But then he cheated on me. So then I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so then the second one, was I was like, oh, no, you're South African too? You got to cheat on me? Yes. There's a few hundred million people there. No, I mean, that, nothing against South Africa. <laughs> I actually lo- I went to South like, Africa last nothing year. Nothing like a bit of racial profiling no, on I a show, South is there? I love South Africa. I love South Africa. Trust me. I just don't like one particular individual who hails from Yes, there. and that's anyway. fair enough. <laughs> This morning uh, on Sunrise, we saw Angela, who got evicted from Big Brother last night. She is an absolute hoot, this woman. She's pretty she, intense. Oh, she pretty, like, she stole the series, like, right? I actually don't watch it, haven't watched it, and have purposely stayed away from it because I really don't get reality television. But Except I know, who this, wo- no, but I know who this woman is. Yeah, yeah, I know, because she's been everywhere. And people are now saying, like, oh, now that she's gone, I don't even want to watch it. But an interesting little tidbit that she revealed on Sunrise this morning had me thinking. Angela, <laughs> is it true that you've got the hots for Big Brother? <laughs> I do. That voice, oh, my gosh. You know, wow. I went back home the first <laughs> night, you know, when I went back home, I said to my husband, you're not Big Brother, can you just give me that uh, voice? This is something about that <laughs> voice that used to go, oh, my God, just, you know. <laughs> okay, so she, too, is a sucker for a voice. She's so much quite so. a moment then, I she? know, right? Like, listen to her a little bit later on. That voice! Oh! <laughs> she really loves the voice. Tell you what. She's a sucker for a hot voice as well. So mm. that's what we want to talk about this afternoon. Is there a particular voice, a particular accent that gets you going? And don't bit? pretend there isn't. Okay? I know. Everyone's First and going. foremost, I will not pretend there isn't, but I would say to every person out there, particularly every woman listening, there is an accent that floats your boat. It could be the Aussie accent. To, to be honest, for me, it is. It's like a bit of a bogan Aussie trade yeah. type. I, I tell you what, one that doesn't for me is Adelaide, just quietly. Oh, don't be rude. Doesn't do it for me. Don't be rude to Adelaide, okay? What about you for international stuff? I was talking to one of our mates um, here at work, right, and she was saying the Greek does it for her. Really? Yeah, and the Greek accent is really, it's got a lot of, a lot of bit of strength to it. Yeah, for me it's the Irish. Yeah, really? Yeah, I love a bit of Irishman. But also, who I like to what? pretend, who I like to pretend that I'm Irish when I exactly. meet them. Exactly. And they so must then, love, it's not very sexy they must for them. Love that. It's yeah. like when you're watching an American TV show and someone does a really crap Australian accent. <laughs> I All know. right, here's the dealio. Uh, speaking of internationals, uh, Bella Venezia, fine purveyors of Italian food, beautiful Venice. Hey, in, Bella Venezia. In in Malulaba, they put a hundred bucks worth of their deliciousness, a hundred dollar voucher on the line every week. We give it to our best caller. That could be you right now. Five four five double one nine one nine. A simple one for your Tuesday. What accent 
turns you on? I'll give you one more to think about before we go. For me, a lady with a lady's English accent. Oh, like this. Well, I'm not thinking of you in that way. Five four five double one. What are you doing after this? <laughs> and we'll go to our mate Daniel and Marucci door. What accent turns you on, champion? I get heavily turned on by English accents. I'm not me talking too. like posh. I'm talking like she's going to try and sell me a dodgy watch in a back street alley. Oh, <laughs> actually, see, I go the posh way, but you're like a more shine your shoes, governor, that sort of thing. That that, that yes. goes. Yeah. Oh, great. Do you like the TV show Geordie Shore, Daniel? I love it. <laughs> number one. But when she was fat and when she was thin, I don't care. Give me the accent. Any oh, day so, so Charlotte. Charlotte for you yeah. then. Yes, Charlotte Crosby. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. All day, er day. Good to know. See? All right. Thank you, Daniel. We Let's... are complex human beings. <laughs> Move well, on. Go to Tessa, who's in Karoi. Hello, Tess. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. Or shall I say, how are you doing? <laughs> oh. What? I don't even well, know what nationality that was, Bex. Uh, Are you being Lebanese was, again? No, was that my puss in boots? Oh, your puss in Ellie boots. Ellie has a theory test that every accent I do ends up as puss in boots. It does. Uh, but <laughs> please tell me, uh, what accent turns you on? A uh, bit unconventional here, guys, but my partner's Indian and I find the Indian accent very sexy. I can see that. I, I reckon that. Raj from Big Bang Theory, I reckon he's pretty hot. Yeah, he, he's got like a real Australian accent and then all of a sudden... He starts speaking Hindi to his mum, and I have no idea what he's saying, but it's very. But he's sexy. so dis- he's, he's he's dark, he's mysterious, he's tall, he's handsome. It's all happening for you, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Is it, and, and does he say uh, all my Indian mates say, uh, have really Aussie accents? They pick them up pretty quickly uh, until they say uh, things like until it's election time, and they're like, "Are you going to vote?" Like, <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> what? He does. There are a few words that he'll drop in, and it's just like, "Oh, okay, we're 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 back in the motherland." Great. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But then, strangely, Tess, when he hops on the phone to his mum, you're uh, <laughs> a little bit you're you're agile. You're up and about. That is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very 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 weird. But all the more reason why you should be calling this very show. Thank you, my darling. Appreciate your call. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. What is it now? Eight days? Eight days until Ellie stands up at Circa. You may know it as the perfect place to go for brunch, but uh, on uh, next Wednesday, in fact, the last hour of the show is going to be live from there with the stand-up performance to end all performances. Of course, you're doing this, Ellie, because... Apparently, I said that I was a comedian on my public Facebook page, even though it was the only option that they gave you, and so I had to choose it. (laughs) Otherwise, because I'm not an athlete, I'm not a professional. I'll summarise for you, mate. You set up a fan page listing yourself as a comedian, so only fair that you tread the boards. But... We've helped you out. The audience has given you jokes. We're teeing up really great laughers and giving them doubles to the big night. And I've hooked you up with this lady, the comedy professor, Kat Davidson, not only appearing on the night, the international superstar, but here to help you. Uh, Hello, professor. Oh, hello. You're like my guardian angel, Kat. Every time I hear your voice, I just feel more calm and centred deep down inside my soul. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> is it, Kat? Is it? Because I, I would say this. Um, nearly a week ago, I introduced you to Ellie. And quite frankly, considering this is payback for making me do a bikini car wash, I think I'm being a good bloke for doing this. And I have to be honest, she's got nothing done. 
Well, what? that's Ellie. No, that's not true, Bex. That's not true at all. You, I, I asked, spent I asked my you for weekend... a gag yesterday. You made it up on the spot. Yes, because you you gave me something. You made me do that. That was the challenge. What's your strongest piece of material at the moment, Ellie? Oh, look, at the moment I'm working on a little bit that compares TikTok the app with TikTok oh. Kesha's song. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. sound of disappointment is amazing. Sure. Premise? Hey, it's a premise. Does, do you have any comparisons yet? Um, well, uh, both of them have made me realise that I'm close to death, if that. Yeah. Oh, oh, death's wow. always a great one, yeah, isn't it, Kat? always funny. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably go into death a bit. Yes. yes. Lead with death. Yeah. <laughs> Kat, has, has death ever worked for you in thousands of appearances on stage? Only in threatening it to hecklers that won't back <laughs> off. You know, that's good to know. Actually, something yeah. that I've got planned for the coming days is Ellie uh, in a little bit of a run the gauntlet against some hecklers on air. What's your um, tip, I guess, as a seasoned professional for dealing with the uh, drunk and disorderly in the crowd who think they can do a better job? You need to let them hang themselves before you attack them is the big thing. So if they come at you with something like, you get off, you're terrible, um, and you attack them, then you are the one that's lost control and they are the winner. Yeah. But if they say something like that to you and you manage to turn it back on them, mm-hmm. And then you can you can get them. Then that's fine. So, so, it, so it, if, I, if I was like, get off stage, you useless, unfunny woman. I would say a bit confronting having to pay to see a woman and having her speak, isn't it, Bex? <laughs> <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> <That's> actually true. <laughs> what if I resort to a your mama joke? Oh, wow. That, are they still around or is that still a thing? Not really. Not we quite. try, particularly as women, to kind of be on each other's side. <laughs> okay. All right. So don't insult people's mothers. Okay. All what right. about um, threatening violence? <laughs> How does that go? I've, I've threatened to come down and kiss men before. Because oh. it really puts them off their stride. You can't, if you don't shut up, mate, I will come down there and I will kiss you. And they're like, die. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I didn't uh, know your husband I and, and I didn't know my wife, I'd be heckling galore. <laughs> and I feel bad at this point in time because I've known Kat probably 15 years mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she has a very strong rep- reputation in the comedy world. And I feel like you're going in a little underdone with eight days to go, Ellie. Well, it's, I mean, you're the one who threw me into this. I did not sign up for it's this. Five okay? minutes, mate. I'm trying my hardest. I dedicated my weekend to watching stand-up comedy and no, attending you to write you stuff. You told me that you watched one. Okay, stand-up. one is more than I would usually watch. Okay, Kat, I'm trying to get tips off these comedians, but it's just I don't know if it's working. Okay, well, you got to start somewhere. So, but you're telling me you haven't yet actually written a, a joke that's structured a joke. I have written multiple sentences down. Yes. Yeah. They just don't that's, connect. Is it possible? Sorry, guys, to interrupt. But is it possible? And we'll cut this, Ellie, so that the audience doesn't hear what your joke is. But is it possible for you to tell Cat one of your jokes, and then we'll just get the reaction? What do you got? Come at me. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Uh, um, I'm going to be 30 next year, right? So I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting old. I'm getting past my days. I am starting to think a lot about. Could be considered littering. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Okay. Okay, that's it. That's all I've got. Okay. Well, there's actually funnier stuff in the setup than the punch there. Yeah. So you being almost 30 <laughs> and thinking you're close to death is hilarious. Exactly, wasn't it? A millennial <laughs> thinking 30 means you're over. Is, yeah. Is, is the so best. why do you think you're dying is is funny 
So what what is telling you that? Like whatever it is in your brain that's saying this is what old age looks like, that's probably funny. Professor, in your time, uh, not just performing stand-up comedy around the world but also teaching it at a university level, uh, you would have had to have set Mm -hmm. homework. I don't want to overstep the boundary but I kind of feel like there's a little bit of structure and and perhaps some goals that you'd need to see before next week being show week. So many. Um, But to start with, (laughs) I don't want to freak you out but yes. Uh, to start with, I would like next time I speak to you, and that could be tomorrow, you don't know, um, <laughs> I would like you to have three jokes that have a setup, something funny in the setup, and a punchline. Yes. So setup, setup, punch. Three times gags. Three. Oh, jeez. That's a lot. That's three a lot. gags. Hey, you, you you ro- that, your that roast one, one you... from yesterday was good. No, it wasn't. The it was awful. One, the old age one, being old at 30. There's definitely, you can definitely play with that. So the setup is that you think you're old at 30. Here's why I think I'm old at 30 and here's why. Will Anderson once said about comedy, all my comedy is, is what I think, why I think it and why I think I might be wrong. Oh, that's a good little tip. I like that. <laughs> and you've just He's quite funny. You've just, yeah, and quite wealthy from being funny as well. Yeah, he's done fine for himself. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the comedy professor, Kat Davison, we look forward to seeing you next Wednesday night. But they, the homework has been set and I have a feeling, you mentioned tomorrow, I have a feeling that might be when we next catch no, up No, I can't do it tonight. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to cook dinner. Mate, you are performing home. in front of thousands. Again, I don't in a want week. to be. This Order is, Uber and Eats and write a and joke. It's funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. I give up. No, oh, it's classic snowflake. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Less millennial, more funny. Uh, Kat Davidson, thank you so much. We will catch you next week. You're welcome. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. All right, folks. Time to settle a disagreement. All rise. Coastal courtroom is in session. Ooh, get the boxing gloves out because you and I disagree pretty wholeheartedly on yeah, this one. Yeah, and usually the coastal courtroom is not just about us disagreeing. It's, it's something that I guess, for want of a better phrase, we can't come to an immediate agreement on. You know, things come up in conversation and you go, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I feel like this first came up in conversation with you and me a while ago. Like, I think before Coastal Courtroom was And I've blanked it out. Yeah, I, we, I was at dinner at your place with your wife and we had a very extended discussion about the types of uh, chocolate that we like. Yes. And this came up. Do nuts belong in chocolate? Think about it. Your almonds, roasted almond one, your hazelnut yeah, fruit and nuts. Do nuts belong in chocolate? Now, again, answering this question isn't going to really solve the world's problems. <laughs> it's not going to open the WA or Victorian borders any quicker, let's be honest. But it will settle between us what you guys think on 545 because, frankly, I think you get rid of nuts, might as well get rid of chocolate. Oh, come off it, mate. If you don't want to have nuts in chocolate, then you can say goodbye to Nutella. No, it's been long time. You can say goodbye to the Ferrero <laughs> Rocher. How dare you, oh, Ellie Cheney? I actually did have a Ferrero Rocher. Which is filled with hazelnut ganache and has nut crumblings on the outside. You're a nut crumbling on the outside. Have you ever had a choc top rolled in nuts from Mr Whippy? Not gross. I would never get that. You get the ones delicious. That, you get the like sherbetty ones. Peanut M and M's. Nah, nah. You nut, said nut. there was a bit of a delay there. No, 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 no. I'm a crispy M M&M and M gal. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, nuts in chocolate. They just they provide a crunch that you just don't need. Mm. You know, like did, did you say crunch? I did say crunch. That's what? also a crunchy chocolate, isn't oh, it? Cr- crunchy chocolate is delicious. Not crunch <laughs> chocolate. Okay. Okay. No, I've nuts. I've come out on this show before and said that the best type of chocolate mm. that you can get 
in a block is snack chocolate. And I think I got torn to shreds. Oh, when I snack said that. chocolate is disgusting. Snack chocolate is the best. Uh, remember when I chocolate. broke up with my boyfriend and you bought me two boxes of uh, snack chocolate? Yes. It was in my fridge for ages. And um, I would bring it out and offer it to all my housemates, and no one would ever <laughs> want it. And it turns out they were being too polite because they know what all you hate snacks. Situation: You're the person that goes to a house party and brings a six pack of stout. No one wants it. Let's go to Ashley and Sippy Downs. Ashley, what are your thoughts? Do nuts belong in chocolate or not? No, they do not. They are disgusting in chocolate. Yes, girl. <laughs> They're fine separate, but not together. I could tell. That you were going to go that way. You know how, Ashley, because uh, when I answered the phone off air and went, oh, like, hi, how are you going? You were like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> In brackets, I'm don't want to talk to you, nut lover. I'm my point out there right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, I like you, Ashley. So you like Ellie, basically. You love nuts, um, but oh, you just don't like you. them in chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Fair okay. Enough. All right. So uh, what would be your go-to block of chocolate? I love lint chocolate. I love the 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 red one with the smoothness on the oh, inside. Yes, girl. Just yes, not the I'm hazelnut. <laughs> it doesn't matter about hazelnuts as long as it hasn't got the crunchy nuts on the inside. Oh, so a blended nut is okay. It's a textural yeah, so debate. Yes, because it's smooth. <laughs> yes, Ashley. On a semi-separate note, what do you think about nuts in ice cream? No. No, agreed, right? My friend, my housemates loves um, pistachio-flavoured ice cream. I'm like, what are you talking about? Give me an orange sherbet any day over a pistachio-flavoured ice cream. Yep, 100%. Sorry, guys, I just drifted off in that conversation. Oh, uh, what's your go-to ice cream flavour, Bex? I was wondering if Bex was even there. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, is this my wife on the phone or what? What's going on? Thank you, Ashley. Love your call. All right, let's move on to Amber in Kabucha. Amber, what do you reckon about this? Nuts in chocolate, do you like it or not? Yeah, I think it it mixes. It's like a good mix because, like, you get a crunch at the same time. There you go, Amber. Welcome. Well, you know what's happening here, Amber? I think you and I are a little bit more refined. Oh, are you at a nightclub right now, Amber? Because I feel like you're not allowed to be. Uh, my brother just turned up the car volume. You just put a little bit of bass into this argument, and that's what you've got. You've got a substantial <laughs> argument. Uh, Amber, I feel like you and I are the cultured ones here, liking a little bit of nut with our, uh, with our uh, chocolate. How do you feel about nuts in ice cream, like a, a macadamia honey and uh, vanilla ice cream? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's, like, salty at the same time. Oh. You know what I mean? Listen to my Amber, little master chef over here from Kabulcha. You sound like quite the food connoisseur. Do, do you like your food? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be like gonna, a what's chef. What's she going to say to that? No. Do you like your food? No, I prefer to starve, thanks. All right, well, thank you, Amber. Thank you. All right, the final deci- deciding factor, we've got one for each, comes down to Janelle from Palmwoods. Janelle, okay, what are your thoughts? Only, okay, there's only two nuts allowed in chocolate, mm-hmm. and they are almonds and hazelnuts. <laughs> oh, okay. All the other ones can go out the window. <laughs> so what about scorched macadamias? They're not chocolate. Aren't they? No, they're nuts that can go into chocolate, though. Ah, but they're chocolate-coated nuts. Is that a whole other conversation? I'm talking about chocolate-coated nuts. Ah, Yes. Oh, my goodness. This is getting so specific. I didn't realise there are so many rules. So you can have chocolate almonds and chocolate hazelnuts, but you can't have chocolate pistachios or (laughs) chocolate peanuts or... What's what's another one? Um, uh, chocolate, macadamia nuts. Chocolate chickpeas. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why have you given this so much thought, Janelle? Um, I haven't really. Because <laughs> fair enough, we were talking about. Other I, I must admit, Janelle, I was a little worried when you rang when you said there are only two nuts that uh, are allowed to be in chocolate. I thought you were going to say left and right. Uh, All and right, then, next. Then, <laughs> <laughs> enough from you. Let's let's Thank end you, the Janelle. courtroom here. Thank you, Thanks, Janelle. Ellie and Bex. Ninety-one point nine CFM.